Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is September 22nd, 2016. And you are Locked On Magic. My name is Phil Prosmerich. I'm the editor and site expert over at Orlando Magic Daily.com. We are another day closer to the beginning of the NBA season. And if you haven't heard the, the, I guess, some of the big news in the NBA, if you're looking for instant reaction to the big news in the NBA, the best place to do that is on the Locked On Podcast Network. As the promo said at the beginning, your team every day. I would highly suggest you go listen to Locked On Heat for the latest on Chris Bosh as camp gets closer and there's still no word if Chris Bosh is going to be able to play. And, uh, you know, I was listening to uh, the crossover podcast last week from Locked On Heat and Locked On Hawks uh, with Brad Rowland and uh, and David Ramil of Locked On Heat, and it really is interesting to to see how the Southeast Division is going to shake out because if Chris Bosh is healthy, the Heat are a potential playoff team. If he's not, the Magic are probably not the worst team in the in the division anymore. And, and you know, as I was listening to it and really hearing what what they had to say in breaking down the Southeast Division, it is a really really packed and tight division. And so the best way to stay on top of everything that's going on is to listen to Locked On Podcast Network. You've got Locked On Heat, Locked On Hornets, Locked On Heat, uh, Locked On Hawks as well. All do a fantastic job. And of course, Locked On Magic. You can su- subscribe to all those podcasts on Audio Boom and iTunes as well. On today's episode, though, we are going to chat about a few things. We're continuing our the, the, the network-wide series looking at the, the position groups. Today, we're going to look at probably the most important position group on the Magic, certainly the, the, the deepest and the most important in the front court. So I'll talk briefly about that. Talked a little bit about it yesterday in doing our player outlook on Nikola Vucevic. I'll also talk briefly about DJ Augustin and what he's going to bring to the Magic. But first, there is a, a little bit of fun news out there for the for Magic fans to to digest a little bit as we get closer and closer to the beginning of training camp. Of course, Monday, uh, the team will get together for the first time, meet the media. Tuesday, practices will begin. So get very, very excited. And if there's one group that's certainly very excited, it is Las Vegas. Uh, finally, we do have a number for uh, what the over-unders for the NBA are going to be this year, and it is, believe it or not, uh, about what you would what you would expect, uh, you know, frankly, uh, from from Vegas. Uh, you know, obviously, it is a, uh, you know, the best way to describe it, I guess, is it is a, a projection. Remember, over-unders, anything with, gam- anything with gambling, it, it's meant to get action on both sides. So they're trying to entice gamblers to, to equal amount of gamblers to bet over and to bet under. And so, you know, we've seen a lot of these projections for the Magic. They haven't been particularly friendly to the Magic, or at least to, to what many Magic fans believe. It's certainly not friendly if you believe the Magic are going to make the playoffs. Because, once again, the over-under for the Orlando Magic is set at 36.5, according to Westgate 
uh, sports book out in Las Vegas. This number is in line with some other projections that we've seen throughout the summer. Uh, Kevin Pelton of ESPN.com and his real plus minus had the Magic at 36. And the, uh, what's it called? The, the ESPN Summer Forecast Series, their panel of writers also had the Magic at 35. So it would seem then that the Magic's, the Magic's number, if you will, is coming in at 36-35. Now, the Magic won 35 games last year. That doesn't necessarily mean the Magic are going to actually hit that number. That's just kind of the projection. Now, granted, Vegas did project the Magic to win 35 games last year, and they hit that number precisely. So, you know, there there is a little rhyme or reason to this. With this Magic team, though, I think the big thing that is, is kind of keeping these numbers depressed and keeping expectations low from the outside or from people who make predictions their business, and I've said this number a number of times, is that they just do not know what to expect from this team. And when you don't know what to expect from this team, you tend to go very, very conservative. And, and I think that's why this number is set super low. There's also the little matter of the Eastern Conference getting a little bit better, and the Magic are certainly in that race. When looking at the over-unders throughout the league, the Magic do come in 13th. Now, I would bet that changes now a little bit with the news that Chris Middleton is out uh, for most of the season with a, with a hamstring injury. Um, I think that certainly does mean that the Magic are, you know, up a peg a little bit, so to speak. So maybe maybe their over-under sneaks up to 37 instead of 36. Who knows? But what I think this, this all says, and it's just for fun, it's for entertainment purposes only, is that no one really knows what to think of the Magic quite yet. There's no star, so no one's, you know, rushing to go bet on this team. I mean, the Rockets are a more attractive team because they have James Harden. That doesn't mean the Rockets are, are better than the Magic or the Rockets are better than this, that, or the other team. I mean, and I'm using the Rockets as purely an example. I mean, who knows who knows what, what the deal is. The Magic aren't a team with sex appeal, for, for lack of a better term. They're not a team that attracts a lot of attention quite yet. So they got to earn it on the floor. We've said that throughout the summer. They've got to earn their respect on the floor. And certainly, I think they're a talented team. If I were betting, I'd bet the over, but I'm not super confident on that. I kind of have their win range at that uh, that 36 is on the low end of, of my win range, but certainly a plausible thing that could happen. I do think the Magic got better, and I, I you know, if I, if you, if you gave me five dollars for free and told me I had to bet over under on the Magic winning 36 and a half, I'd bet the over. I do think the Magic can hit the 38 to 42 win range. That's kind of where I'm, I'm slotting them for now. I know a lot of people probably think that's even low for this team, and it certainly could be. They could be a lot better than we think they are, but right now I think. There's just too much uncertainty with the Magic, and that's why they come in at 36.5. Lots of things are going to change. Vegas gets things wrong all the time. So if you really, really believe that the Magic are better than than a 36-win team, you're welcome to go to Vegas and try your luck. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. All right. Let's talk a little bit now. Let's finish up our position groups uh, for the week. Uh, Friday, we'll have a big training camp questions uh, podcast or big talking about that uh, in addition to the next player in our player outlook series. But 
let's finish up our position groups by talking about the elephants in the room. And, and I do mean elephants because we're talking about the post players. And I, I've tried to avoid using that term because I, on the off chance that someone takes that as, takes that as an offense because the Magic do have Serge Ibaka and Bismack Biombo. I apologize. That's not what I meant at all. Uh, trying to backtrack. Uh, I, I, I sincerely apologize if that's a, an offensive term in any way. But the post players for the Orlando Magic are the big question mark for this team. Obviously, Orlando went out and made some big changes in the front court. Serge Ibaka's in. Bismack Biombo's in. Uh, Nikola Vucevic is still there. Aaron Gordon's no longer playing the four, but he can in a pinch. Jeff Green is there. He can play the four. I know I previewed him with the threes a little bit, but yeah, and Aaron Gordon hit the three, but they can both play the four. You drafted Steven Zimmerman. The Magic are loaded in the front court all of a sudden. If, if, if anything, though, they need another guy in the front court. I think they need a traditional power forward to kind of fill those minutes or, or just kind of have that ability. Like, I mean, honestly... A Brandon Bass on this team wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. They just need a guy who can play that traditional power forward role. Depth is a good thing. We've said that throughout. But now you've got to start sorting out this rotation. And it's going to be pretty difficult. Obviously, the two starters in the front court, I think, are pretty set for now. Certainly, Serge Ibaka is absolutely the starting set, the starting power forward. I don't think there's any getting around that. He's going to start. The Magic... Gave up a lot for him. They gave up Victor Oladipo, the second second pick in the 2013 draft, a player that many people believed was a foundational piece for the Orlando Magic. They gave up a lot for him. They're going to give him every opportunity to shine, and it's a contract year for him. They want him there. Not only that, he is the anchor of their defense now. The Magic have long said we want a hard-nosed, tough defensive team. They haven't been able to get that. Why haven't they been able to get that? Well, part of that is they don't have a rim protector. It was a need that they wanted to address, and they addressed it solely by getting Serge Ibaka. That is something that he does. Even though his block numbers are down, even though some of his defensive metrics are down, he is still a far superior defender to to anyone that the Magic currently have on the roster uh, and can anchor defense with his rim protection. Adding in a coach like Frank Vogel only adds to that. The question for this front court, though, comes with with the Nikola Vucevic-Bismack Biombo question. Nikola Vucevic is the established starter. He's probably the most consistent offensive player on the team and someone that... Uh, the Magic know and can trust. However, he does have a serious flaw on the defensive end. And it's not particularly clear whether they, anyone can fix that flaw. And it may not even be him. He's a plus defender according to defensive box plus minus, but it's, no one's afraid to drive on him. And he hasn't given anyone a reason to be afraid to drive on him. And that is a big thing uh, in modern defenses, for better or for worse. And so the Magic went out and signed Bismack Biombo to a four-year contract that pays him $17 million a year. And yes, there is fi- there's probably going to be some financial pressure to pay him. Now, the Magic are stacked at center. They're going to be able to put a, a rim protector on the floor at all times. It would not surprise me if one of Ibaka or Biombo is on the floor for all 48 minutes of the game. That is a huge benefit that the Magic have this season. And again, like, we, like I've said all summer, defense is going to be the key if the Magic intend to make the playoffs. They've made that perfectly clear with the moves that they made, including Biombo, including Ibaka. So it would be foolish not to use that to its fullest advantage. What I like about the Magic starting front court, though, if you're going to start Ibaka and, Bia- Ibaka and Vucevic, is its versatility uh, on the offensive end especially. The Magic are going to struggle offensively. I mean, there's no doubt about that. But the fact that Ibaka and Vucevic can both go into the post and step out and hit jumpers makes them a really good complement for each other. They're going to be able to pull at least one big away from the basket, and if that big 
sinks in to, to guard Vucevic in the post, Ibaka is going to be there to hit the jumper. If a po- if the post player comes to, to double Ibaka in the post, and I think Ibaka might be an underrated post player. We've never really seen him be a heavy usage post player, but he's done well when he's gotten post touches in the past. He's going to be able to kick it out to Vucevic or, or find the find it to find the way it's a way to Vucevic. Both are adept at the pick and roll on offense, and I think that that will be a benefit for the Magic. They are a good complement. Whereas Biombo, not necessarily a comp- not necessarily that kind of a complement. Biombo is not an offensive player at all. If you get anything from Biombo offensively, you've done a good job with him. Because the plain fact of the matter is, all Biombo can really do offensively is dunk at this point. Maybe maybe a small baby hook. He's in there for defense. He's in there to protect the rim. He's in there to rebound. And the Magic are going to use that in the second unit, I think, at least to start the season. They're going to give Vucevic every chance to prove that he can be part of an, part of the kind of defense the Magic need to run. Uh, and, and I think he deserves that opportunity. And I think the Magic need him on the floor for his offense and, and can't make that trade quite yet. If the defense falters, a biombo Abaka lineup is going to be really, really tough to crack. What's going to be interesting to watch is how the Magic manage those power forward minutes, the spots at the four, throughout the season. I think we're going to see Aaron Gordon and Jeff Green split some time backing up Ibaka at the four. Uh, you know, we talked about Gordon yesterday. They're trying to convert him into three, move him on the ball a little bit more. He is not really a post player, not really a stretch four. He's he's very much a tweener. Same thing with Jeff Green. He's very much a tweener. He's a lot more developed post game, a lot more developed driving game. No jump shot, you know, not a great jumper to begin with. A little, probably, you know, he's a veteran. He, he knows who he is a little bit more. Neither are traditional power forwards, though. Uh, and pairing them with Biombo is going to be interesting as neither is a great shooter. But the Magic feel that versatility is going to help them. It wouldn't surprise me to see a Green, Gordon, Ibaka lineup out there on the floor. Uh, use all three of them, go go kind of big and just switch everything on the perimeter. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me to see a Gordon-Biombo lineup. It wouldn't surprise me to see Gordon-Ibaka lineups in the front court. Um, it wouldn't surprise me to see... Uh, Ibaka Biombo, you know, certainly Ibaka Vucevic. I think the one thing you have to avoid when when looking at this front court and the versatility it has is to avoid that Vucevic Biombo front court because both are going to struggle with with the more mobile bigs out on the perimeter unless you're kind of playing a quasi zone defense, which you can get away with uh, in some respects, but is is obviously not a particularly uh, a particularly good strategy. The Magic's front court is very loaded. They've got options, and, and the Magic should feel very good about their options because, again, they're going to be able to have a rim protector on the floor at all times. I think that does make them valuable. Uh, does make them pretty pretty feel pretty good about what they've done this summer. We'll see how it all shakes out. Um, if the Vucevic thing doesn't work, I think that puts a lot more pressure on that front court than it would otherwise. If Vucevic can't deliver the defense that the Magic need for whatever reason, and it may not even be his fault, it may be more Alfred Payton's fault, but if they really need that rim protector anchoring the defense in pick and rolls and Vucevic can't provide that and they throw Biombo in there, that's going to muck up an already offensive, def- offensively deficient lineup. Uh, and, of course, I think moving Vucevic to the bench is more or less a sign that the Magic are ready to trade him because I, I just get the sense Vucevic isn't going to be thrilled coming off the bench for this team, for this franchise. Um, that's just not the role that he's looking for. He obviously believes he's a starter. And for now, I think he's earned that moniker. The front court's going to be something we're going to watch all year long. Um, it is key to what the Magic do. Frank Vogel has always used a two kind of a two-big lineup. I think he'll continue to do that. You'll experiment a little bit with Gordon or Green at the four, uh, especially in, in second unit lineups, uh, but we'll see how it all shakes out in the end.
Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Speaking of that second unit, though, we're going to continue our Player Outlook series. Again, you can check out all the Player Outlooks on OrlandoMagicDaily.com. I'll have a summary post of the Player Outlooks on Sunday uh, as we head into Media Day on Monday uh, as well. Uh, But we're going to continue our Player Outlook series today with a brief look at DJ Augustin, the first big free agent signing of a very, very busy summer for the Orlando Magic. DJ Augustin promises to be the backup point guard the Orlando Magic have always looked for. Like I said on Tuesday when I previewed the point guards, DJ, DJ Augustin is good enough. He's he's a well-established veteran. He knows what he does really well in this league, uh, and he's kind of a career backup at this one. He has started in the past. He can probably provide a, a, a spot start here and there, but he's not a true starting point guard. He, he struggled when he's been put into the starting role. So, in that sense, he's good enough to challenge Alfred Payton and, and to fill the role that the Magic need him to do, but not good enough to overtake him. So he's not threatening Alfred Payton in any way unless, you know, again, something catastrophic happens. And if it does, uh, you know, that that's probably a problem for the Magic. Last year was a real up-and-down season for him. He averaged 7.5 points per game overall, but only 4.2 points per game with the Oklahoma City Thunder in about 15 minutes. And then when he went to Denver, got a little bit more freedom, he averaged 11.6 points per game. I think we'll see more of the Denver DJ Augustin in Orlando. He'll be given a little bit more freedom to run the offense. Uh, he'll be he'll be allowed to shoot a little bit more. Um, I think he'll be he'll have the green light to shoot uh, and shoot threes. He's a pretty good three point shooter. Shot forty one point one percent with the Nuggets last year, forty point five percent overall last year. Career thirty seven point four three point percent three point uh, three three point shooter. So he's a good shooter. Um, offense is his game, and that's always kind of been Augustin's thing. He is a little bit on the small side, and that plays a role defensively. DJ Augustin is not a good defender. Uh, you know, it's not for lack of trying, I, I don't think, but he's just historically not a great defender. Um, you know, he's had more than, you know, the last two years, he's had less than one defensive win share. He had a season where he had a negative defensive win shares. His defensive box plus minus has never been positive, he's never had a positive impact on the defensive end. That's probably a reason why he's a career backup point guard. And as a backup point guard, that defense is important, but not super important. We're not expecting him to go out and guard the best point guards in the league every night. He's just not that kind. He's just not that kind of a player. So for the magic then, what do they need from DJ Augustin? What they need is for him to make shots, run the second unit, Sometimes be able to play a little bit off the ball, and that's where his, his shot-making ability is is key. Uh, to, again, push the second unit forward uh, and kind of keep the ship steady when Alfred Payton comes out. That's something the Magic have really missed the last few years. Um, they had Jameer Nelson and Victor Oladipo running point and uh, cavalcade of guys behind him. Last year, last year, the backup point guard situation was a complete disaster. Orlando... Had an injury, had the injury to CJ Watson early on in the year. 
they were using Shabazz Napier as a backup to Alfred Payton, and Shabazz Napier just couldn't cut it. And so when Alfred Payton got hurt, Napier wasn't able to take that step up. They had to rely on Victor Oladipo and Mario Zonia to be on the ball. They had to play Payton through injury, and I think that really hurt him last year. Whether Payton will admit that or not, I think we all kind of recognize that he was never quite right from those early from that early season injury. If Augustin can relieve that pressure, play 18, 20, 22 minutes per night to give Alfred Payton just a little bit of a breather. If Payton gets start to take to start for two, three games while Payton gets better, then the Magic will have a good signing. Even if let's even if say you know, God forbid, Alfred Payton gets hurt and it has to miss a month of the season. Augustin can come in and be a starting point guard for a month, and the team won't suffer too much for it. That's the kind of player he is. He's just overall very solid, big contributor on the offensive end. He's going to be able to score, get into the paint, create for others. Um, last year, he averaged, uh, let me pull this up real fast. Last year, he averaged 6.1 assists per 36 minutes. You give him minutes, he will produce. And that's 7.2 assists per 36 minutes with the Denver Nuggets. Put him in the game, he will produce. It's just finding the right role for him. And backup point guard is really the right role for DJ Augustin. And, and the Magic obviously made a big commitment to him. They're hoping that a little bit of, a little bit of contract security is going to make him feel more comfortable and uh, deliver a little bit more for the team. If he can do all that, the Magic will be fine. The Magic will be happy with his production, and the Magic will get a good uh, get a good return on their investment in DJ Augustin for the next two three years. It's going to be interesting to see see what he can do. Obviously, the Magic have needed to solve that backup point guard position. They still have CJ Watson as something of a backstop. Um, they got Nick Johnson in their system now too, uh, so there there are some more options, but. Augustin is clearly the backup point guard. I think he can deliver on what the Magic are asking him to do, kind of hold the ship steady, stir the pot a little bit, running the second unit, push Peyton in practice, but not not to the point where his job is threatened. And I think that is something important uh, that the Magic wanted to do this summer. That's going to do it for today's show of Locked On Magic. Remember, tomorrow we'll be talking about training camp questions. If you have a big question that you want me to try and answer, go ahead and send it to the podcast on Twitter, use the hashtag LockedOnMagic, or you can email us at omagicdaily at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at omagicdaily. Remember to go check us out on iTunes, Audio Boom, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Leave us a five-star radio. Subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends. Magic season is here. The only place to know what's going on with the Orlando Magic every single day is Locked On Magic. Uh, and so tell them about the show and get them to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating if you would. We, we really appreciate that. It helps spread the word. helps us rise the rankings as well on iTunes. So that stuff is important. And also be sure to check out the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Like I said, Wes Goldberg and David Ramil of Locked On Heat uh, do, did a fantastic job catching us up on the Chris Bosh situation down in Miami. So be sure to check that out on Locked On Heat later today. Thank you all again for listening to Locked On Magic. We will see you tomorrow. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Napa know-how. 
It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17.